Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. And we are coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studio. We'll do it live. And what a show we have for you today. A lot of NBA to get into. Obviously, a lot of football to get into. Even a little bit of the the national pastime we'll get into. And our host, Rob Parker, is back from his one-day hiatus at the MLB Network. Welcome back, bro. What's happening? How are you, Mr. Chris Broussard? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And uh, great to have you back. Yes, great to be back. But uh, last night was... Amazing. That's all I can say, Chris. It was amazing because of the magnitude of the Bonds and the Clemens. And guess what? Everybody on the sets and the different shows were attacking me, and I had to push back. I got a lot of practice from being on the odd couple, so they weren't ready for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> they even you got do on this me for a living. <laughs> yes, I do this every night. Yeah, they're looking at me like, wow. But, but I, I even went after one of the Sports Illustrated uh reporters who had a funky ballot and uh, Brian Kenny, who Chris, you know, used to work at yeah, ESPN. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Brian Kenny's show, MLB Now, and then he was on location in Cooperstown, but when he came on, you know, when we went right. to him live, Remote. he goes, Rob, what, what are you doing yelling at my guest? You know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm you brought doing a little radio. life to it, right. Yes. You brought a so little life to it. Okay. And the people there were very nice to work with, great facility, Chris, everything was great. All right. Well, good. Hopefully uh, we'll see you on there more. All that right. would be great, no doubt. We got your nephew or your ex-nephew, Vinny Goodwill, coming on at the bottom what? of the wow. hour. Vinny spoke to my class at USC on Monday. He was great. Good. It's that good. time again, Chris. You know, I'm going to squeeze yep. you in at some point this semester. But, yeah, he was great. Okay, I'm willing, definitely. All right. Well, let's introduce the Odd Couple crew on this Worship Wednesday. Of course, DJ Alex Tyshirt, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan on the ones and the twos. How you doing, man? Life is bliss. See how we living on your side. All right. We doing, we living, we living right. That's how we living. All right. We got our super producer, Rob G in the house and on the updates, Steve DeSager making a rare worship Wednesday appearance. So good to have him. All right, Rob, let's get right into it. And, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers were eliminated on Sunday or Saturday, and yet he's still very much in the news, uh, like the Cowboys, I guess. And well, Rex well, Ryan. Because also we don't know where he's going to, what's happening. You know what I mean? Right. So until a decision is made, he's going to be on the lips of most people. You want to find out where he's going, if he's staying, if he's retiring. Yep. You know what I mean? So that does make sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Rex Ryan 
the outspoken. Now, Rex was outspoken as a coach. So, you know, as a broadcaster, he's going to do his thing, if you will. And, Rob, I'm going to read you this quote. Or do we have sound? We going with sound? Do you want me to read it? Okay, we got the sound. But here, here's the gist of it, Rob. Rex Ryan on the Organized Chaos podcast had the audacity to say that if Aaron Rodgers goes to the AFC, he would and plays for Denver. Because a lot of people, you know, Denver, Pittsburgh, those are kind of two of the be, hot names out there. He was there, supposed right? to be at Denver last year. You remember that story? Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Remember all gone. Um, but if he goes to the AFC West, where there's Denver, there's Kansas City, there's Las Vegas, and there are the L.A. Chargers. Ryan said he'd be the third best quarterback in that division. Here he is. If he goes to Denver, he's the third best quarterback in that division. You're going to put him in Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert? I'm not. I'm going to tell you why I won't do that. All right? Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal. But 10 years ago, I put him in there, but not now. Okay, he's much older. He's an MVP. No, he's MVP, but Bart, let's look at the numbers, all right? When his line protects him, in other words, they win every one of their matchups. Aaron Rodgers is by far and away the number one quarterback in the league, all right? He threw 31 touchdown passes and one interception when his offensive line won their matchups. When they didn't win their matchups, he's 26 in the league. So if one guy misses, he's 26 in the league. All right, look, he gave logic, but Rob, I got to push back. Yeah, go ahead. I, go the first. second best, I mean, I'm, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes all day, every day, but there's no way, and I get it, Justin Herbert showing great promise, obviously should have a bright future ahead of him. We said the same thing about Carson Wentz, though. There's, you know, sometimes these young dudes have a nice year or two, Rob, and then don't live up to it. But I, there is no way you could put Justin Herbert right now ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. If you say which quarterback do you want for the next 10 years, sure, because that's, of his that's age, logical, you're going with right. Herbert. Right. right. But right. just next year? No way. Rex is so off the reservation on that one that uh, he I can't even see him. So yeah. Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, that's the order, period. Yeah, I just think it's uh, prisoner of the moment. I don't think would he would he have said that if they had won the game? Do you know what I mean? Like no, he did. but that but that's relevant. He, no, that, no, they no. Lost. But I'm saying, I mean, but, but, I get but it. I'm saying, like, it, but it, but it, it has something to do with you, you're 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 lowering where he is because it's coming off a loss. I'm just saying the conversation, but I don't know if you can honestly say that to a young quarterback. And we get it, all the potential. Uh, but the last time I looked, they didn't win either. They didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. Right, and there were games that he didn't play that well when they got smoked by Houston and they lost to another bad team at some point. But but for whatever, I think Rex is, um, you know, you said it. As a coach, he was always out there, and he has been. Remember with Robert Sala, with the Jets, he got into that. And then he backed down, and now Robert, him and Robert Sala buddies. <laughs> are buddies singing Kumbaya, and I love the guy. You know, like, like I, I get it. You know, you, you want to stick around. You want to have something to say. And and I, and I appreciate that because I think yeah, there's a I'm, lot of, guys, I, there's a lot of guys on the air just disagree. who don't have anything to say, Chris. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. they just don't. Uh, but 
I, I'm with you. I just I think that's a stretch. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Rob. What do you? I, I, here's what I will say about what Rex said. It's kind of a a spinoff of what he said. If you're Aaron Rodgers, and I know he's, I'm not saying he's not scared of these guys, but why would Aaron Rodgers? Let, let me put it this way, Rob. I think Pittsburgh, like, if you ask me where would you most like to see Aaron Rodgers play next year, you know, realistic options, I would say Pittsburgh. I would love to see him with Mike Tomlin, that defense, those receivers, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Najee Harris, a nice running back. I mean, Mike Tomlin has made lemonade out of lemons for several years now, Rob. He just and can't so what sell in the world would he, he do? Drink, no. <laughs> what would he do with Aaron <laughs> Rodgers? And so I would love to see that happen. But Rob, if you ask me where Rodgers should go, I would say stay in Green Bay. Because I don't think any of the options, Pittsburgh, Denver, the Raiders, uh, any options that are out there give him a better chance of getting to the Super Bowl and winning it than he already has in Green Bay. This is assuming they bring back Devontae Adams. See, because I, the AFC is stacked. You got to go through Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. In the NFC, Brady might already be done for all we know. You got Matt Stafford. And I know San Francisco's tough. But as far as great quarterbacks, Rob, you got Matthew Stafford and the Rams. And these guys aren't even at that ultra elite level. And Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Like, we don't know what what's up with Kyler and Cliff Kingsbury now. We don't I mean, know. I, I don't know, right? Right, right. So and why it's not stay in the NFC? That. Right. I, I agree with that. And that's why my gut is, Chris, to be honest, either he stays at Green Bay or he retires. I, I, I don't see him going anywhere. I don't see the path to go anywhere. I really don't. I really believe. In, and like you know, he said before, you know, I thought about it. I, that's one or the other. Either he stays there or he calls it quits. You've been I would not that be from that a couple a month or remember so that? ago when he I'm made serious, that statement. Chris, yeah. Yeah. I I think it would be one of the two rather than him going anywhere because he was one of those guys who talked about, you know, wearing that uniform, that same uniform the whole career. And if he just felt like I can't win here or we're gonna change the team around or I I, I might just just call it quits and not be and, and not play anymore. So that I'm gonna stick with that. And then obviously, if his decision comes and he goes somewhere, then I'll say I'm wrong. And if not, I'm, I might be right. But I really believe it's going to be one or the other. But I'm with you. It doesn't make a lot of sense for him to move out of the NFC and go somewhere, especially to the AFC. Right. And, and I think he wants to play, Rob. You know, I, I think he does. I'm just not uh, sure. It seems I'm like not, he does. I'm, I'm you, just you not know, sure. Look, there is, it is the, the statement, once you start talking about retirement, Yep. You you pretty much there. Now look, and he the started talking thing, about retirement last year and he came back and had an MVP year. Right. So but it's same like it's same like Brady. Like like we never heard Brady talk about my wife hates to see me get hit. It's time right. for me to be a father. Like I when, mean he's when, talked about family. But not over the not years, about but, being a father, yeah. like like he was like, I'm missing something. Like that's what the last comments were. Like I'm missing my, my boys or my family growing up. And, yeah. and at some point, you know, you could feel selfish. You're 44 years old. All your contemporaries and friends and all the people you started to leave, they're all gone. 
Well, I think that with Brady, I think that depends on what his family life is like during the season. Like, we, I was asking LeVar Arrington, and LeVar said, look, it depends on what you make of it. Like, if you, he said, I always made time for my family, even when I played. Tony Dungy said the same thing, you know, as a coach. So is Brady Rob leaving early, 6 a.m. to get to the facility and getting back late, and when he gets back, he's watching film all night? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. If that's the case, then you aren't getting to spend quality time with your kids during the season, and I get you wanting to start doing that. But maybe he, you know, does spend quality time, or maybe he could start spending quality time with them. So, you know, we'll see. But as far as Rodgers, yeah, Rob, I, I look, I don't want to see him retire. I really neither, don't. Neither do I. I'm yeah. just saying that I think that that's a – I really believe, Chris, that's a possibility. I, I really, think really he's do. thinking, though, Rob, I think he – look, he's got his ring. You can never take that away from him. He's not Dan Marino, right? But I do think he understands, like, what getting a second one would do for him. You know, Um and I just think he's a competitor, and he wants that second one. Going to be hard to get, but uh, I think that could bring him back. And and I do agree. Like I, I think Green Bay is the place. All right, we're throwing it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Is there any team out there that would give Aaron Rodgers a better chance, better chance to win a Super Bowl than the Packers? And where would you like to see him go? 877-996-6369. Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the I couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Carmen and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever for you get your podcasts. DJ Alex Teicher bringing it on a Worship Wednesday. Fred Hammond, we are blessed, and we are that, Rob Parker. And we also live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're, of course, brought to you by AutoZone. They have the free services you need to help you get back on the road, like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We got Vinny Goodwill coming up in about eight, nine minutes. But first, it's you. What do you think? What's the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers next year to win a Super Bowl? What you got? Let's kick it off with uh, Joey. In North Dakota, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Joey? Hey, guys, love the show. Say, I, just, uh, I don't know if last time I called was before the season started, and it was uh, about the Aaron Rodgers drama. I actually asked you guys what you thought on Aaron Rodgers going to Pittsburgh, and I still think that's the best fit for him 
just because of Tomlin being that defensive mind and Aaron Rodgers could kind of run that offense. Kind of curious uh, if you guys want to go into depth a little bit more on that. That's, Thanks, guys. Well, look, it's a great it. bit. Chris loves that. That's yeah. what Chris loves, right? I, I just – my uh, and keep the caller on because I want your response. I'm just saying for Aaron Rodgers, it's not about putting up 5,000 yards. It's not about winning another MVP even. It is about winning the Super Bowl. And I think he has a better chance of doing that, staying in the NFC, where in Green Bay he's got a great receiver, arguably the best in the league. He's got a, a good running game, a top running game. He's got a good offensive line. He's got a good defense and a good coach. Like, yeah, Pittsburgh would probably be just as good as Green Bay next year with Rodgers, but they also would have a tougher road to at, the Super Bowl than than the NFC would provide. I think. And and also look at the division. Lions aren't any better. Vikings are going to have a new coach, right? Right. And the Bears are going to have a new coach, Chris. I mean, yep, absolutely. Think, think about that. They're all trying to figure out what they're going to do. Green Bay is going to win a division again. Yep. And and have a great shot because all the no other doubt. teams are in flux. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Let's do um, Drew. In New Jersey, where I've been spending the last few nights. What's up, Drew? You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. How's it going? I think that uh, I think Denver's the best. I think the receiving core is better than the receiving core potentially in Green Bay. You got Jerry Judy, you have Noah Font, you have KJ Hamler. They keep on drafting receivers. No, we get it. Uh, they got us a lot. They like Pittsburgh. Great, obviously, great defense, and they do have receivers and a running game too. Here's the and question you hide- to you. Here's the question to you. What do you think about the road when you look at the quarterbacks and the teams in the AFC, even that division? He's got to get through all of that to get to the Super Bowl and win it versus what he has to go through in the NFC. Not nearly as tough. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's easier because he finally has ownership. He finally, if there's ownership, then he has control. I think in Green Bay, he doesn't have the – I mean, he has control, but it's, you know, you don't really have a legit owner. And when I look at – when I look over at Denver, you have all these great head coaching candidates. Like, you can get Dayball. You can get who else? But what, Nin, is, Nin, what Nin, doesn't Nin. he have in Green Bay? Are they going to get somebody better than Matt LaFleur? Yeah. Is he going to get a receiver? Who? Really? Who? Dayball? We don't LaFleur. know what Dayball is going to be as a coach. Great offensive I coordinator, know. yep. Where where did where did Matt Lafleur coach before, the Titans? Weren't they like the like the seventeenth ranked offense? No, no. My point is this: <laughs> I I Dayball's a great offensive coordinator and candidate. Same with Leftwich, Bienemy, all of them. But we don't know, Rob. We've seen great coordinators, defensive, offensive, not be able to take it to that next level once they move over to being the head coach. Am I right? You just don't know. I'm saying. Right. It's an unknown. They might be fantastic, but Matt LaFleur has already proven he is a good head coach. Let's go to uh, Ryan in Boise. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Ryan? Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing great. Great. How How are you? Doing great. Great to hear your voices again. You guys were out of the Boise market for a while. Really happy to have you back. You know what? I was in Boise about, oh, three, four years ago and had a great time. You so guys shout need out to, come to Boise. Out and you guys need to come out and we can hang out and talk sports. It'd be fantastic. We there should we go. go out there together, Rob. We could have do a, the show from a chicken wing joint or something like that. That would be great. Yep. Chicken wing. Absolutely. 
And what else? Uh, a baked potato? I think we doubled the black population out there, but that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nah, but what you got, my man? So, so I know that we're talking about where's the best place for Aaron Rodgers. I personally think that it's staying put in Green Bay. Um, but a couple things to think about. A, they had Devontae. He's a free agent. So think about that receiving core if they can't re-sign him. Oh, no. They're, right. they're $40 million over the cap right now. Right. Without yeah, Devontae, it's a mess. Yeah. But they can rework it. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. it's not like impossible. Rodgers can, can rework his deal. Yeah, right? it's it's not impossible for them to get. If they say, let's run it back one more time, they could figure it out even with Absolutely. paying Devontae. They could do don't it. say you want to keep Aaron Rodgers if you don't bring back Devontae. Right. That, Seriously. And it's over, I, I wouldn't right. even – that's right. not even fair to Rodgers. Like, don't even try that. All right. Vinny Goodwill next, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. He's a Yahoo Sports NBA writer, Sirius XM NBA radio host, former nephew of (laughs) Rob Parker. He disowned Rob a few years ago. Our man, Vinny Goodwill. Vinny, what's up, Vinny. man? What's going on, y'all? Wait, did you guys got to tear Rob away from the MLB Network desk? <laughs> that we had to, to do, tear him. For him to do his little bitty radio show. Today. Right, please. Right. Oh, right. that that was the attitude, believe me. His, he, I'm surprised he could fit in a radio studio. His head was so no, big yesterday. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And, Vinny, I did say earlier that you spoke to my class on Monday via Zoom, we appreciate it. The kids were great, and thank you. Of course, I'll send you a bill later. Yeah, of course. I know that. <laughs> It'll be a steak right. that I'll have to buy you at some point. I know that. Vinny, <laughs> let, let's get to this. A lot of to talk about. Let's start with the Brooklyn Nets and James Harden. Uh, article came out, Keith Pompey, Philly Inquirer, saying that the overwhelming feeling or sense, it isn't in fact, but the sense around the league thought, thought is that Harden, Harden's going to be with the Sixers next year. What are your thoughts on that, the possibility, and just that whole situation, Harden, the Nets, Sixers, and Simmons? Let's play a game, gentlemen, of connect the dots. Y'all ready? Let's do it. If, if you are Daryl Morey and you feel like you have James Harden in your back pocket, but you're not sure of what the next best trade offer is going to be because you have to get off of Ben Simmons. You, you must wind up doing that. But you don't want to trade Ben Simmons to the, to the Brooklyn Nets because that makes them a little bit better. That makes them a formidable contender regardless, mm. right? So what do you do? You start saying that everybody else has interest in your guy because if you trade him to Sacramento or Detroit or Atlanta, they're not a threat. But you're doing that to drive up the price because you feel like you got James Harden in your back pocket no matter what. And all of a sudden, these well-timed leaks start coming out around the same time from different places. <laughs> I'm not saying something smells fishy here, but yeah. I've been black all my life. And you ain't going to piss off my back and tell me it's rain. Right. Well, hold on. Let me ask you this, though, Vinny. Here, here's the thing. And I hear what you're saying loud and clear. But for them, they can't sign Harden outright. They only no. can get him in a sign and trade. And if I'm the Nets, no way I'm am like, I doing look, that. Right. No way. I, well, I, if I'm the Nets, I might do it for Ben Simmons and, and something else. 
But my point is, Benny, what Philly would have absolutely nothing to give the Nets for Harden in the signing trade if they can't don't still have Ben Simmons. Not if you're trying to make the trade now, because you can't waste another year of Joel Embiid's prime, and you're trying to oh, make the trade the ain't happening Nets. now. You mean the trade want, for Ben? Yeah, no, I, the trade for Harden and Ben Simmons to happen right now. Now, I don't, yes. there's no way I see the Nets doing that. You? I don't see it happening, but Daryl Morey doesn't operate in this world. You know what That's I mean? And, or, or That's you, true. or you want. You want the package to be as sweetened as possible. So you say, hey, you can wind up losing James Harden for nothing, or you can get Ben Simmons plus some other things that I may want from you in the meantime. This is a well-timed but poorly executed and very transparent game of chicken. Do I believe that James Harden is unhappy in Brooklyn? Absolutely. He did not sign up to go and play with part-time lover Kyrie (laughs) <laughs> and his boy KD being out half of the time, you know, with his right, MCL injury. Right. He didn't sign up to not be able to be the, the man of the nightlife uh, because the New York City nightlife is a lot different than the Houston nightlife. He ain't going to have his jersey retired in a New York club compared to a Houston club. I just oh. think that the choice that he made did not turn out the way that he thought it was going to. And the fact that, guys, he's not the same player that he used to be. He needs a Joel Embiid to play next to. Right. All right, speaking of James Harden, he's not playing tonight because he has a hamstring. So he's out tonight against Denver. Well, you know, he's uh, like, look, what's good announced. for the goose is good for the gander. So Kyrie out, KD out, you know what I'm saying, Rob? Yeah, crazy. Hey, hey, hey Vinny, what do you make of uh, the Lakers going forward? Are, are they going to be able to do anything, or are they stuck with basically what they have and they have to kind of work through that, or is there – some chance, somehow, some way, there's a deal there come trade deadline. They made their moves in the offseason, Rob. That's they it. went all in on Russell Westbrook and not necessarily the best team con- construct. They felt like LeBron would make it all work. And we've seen LeBron make things work from the island of misfit toys. We've seen him <laughs> put things together for years for numbers of teams, right? It's just that while he's good enough to be able to perform – as well as he's performed, even though I think some of those numbers are a little bit inflated, he's not great enough to be able to drag his teammates along over the course of winning, and you need some help. And Anthony Davis, who's a one-man game of operation where you go, every time someone touches him, he's not good enough. I don't think he's good enough, y'all, even when he is healthy. And that's something that people aren't saying. He's not the impactful player that he should be. There is no way on God's green earth that Anthony Davis, as talented and as gifted as he is, should not be taking over the Lakers while playing right. next to a 37-year-old LeBron James. The reason LeBron is having to be the best player on this team is because Anthony, Anthony Davis either can't or won't take it from him. Chris and I talked about that after they won the championship. We expected him, you know, with the monkey off his back. He's got a right. championship in his back pocket. He's got an older superstar next to him. We were like, now it's time for him to blow up and go for the MVP of the league, and it's been anything but that. You know what happened? He had the best stretch of outside shooting in his entire yep, life. Right. Maybe, maybe it was the bubble, but from 16 feet and out, and it sounds really trite and really simple, but from 16 feet and out, he was hitting shots at an incredible efficiency. If you look at those first two games of that final series against Miami, 
he was the MVP, and then he did not yep, get a great was. shot for the rest of that series yep. because LeBron had to be MVP. And he's never been able to duplicate <laughs> that outside shooting or that defense. No, that, that's a great point right there. I want to go back to Simmons, and I want your thoughts on this, Vinny. I think we mentioned the possibility of Harden. I think there's another superstar out there, and you know who I'm talking about, Damian Lillard. And obviously Portland's not, Portland's not going anywhere with Dame. They're six games below 500, something like that. Chauncey wants to play defense first, all that. And beyond that, with Dame out these last 10 games and Anthony Simons getting a chance to have the ball, Simons is giving them 25.7 dimes a night, and they're 7-3 and three in those games. Now, I'm not saying he's as good as Dame Lillard. He's not. But my point is this. I think, forget Dame deciding I'm ready to move on. I think the Blazers need to be like, you know what? Let's go young. Let's build around Anthony Simons and go get, offer Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons and Tyrese Maxey, whoever else you get with that trade. Bring them to Portland. I think the fans will be excited about the young players. It's a great run with Dame, but I think that's something Portland should definitely be looking at this offseason. Vinny, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I have a different standard for what superstar means, so I kind of push back on Dame being a quote-unquote superstar. When I say superstar, that means I just have you and I legitimately have a chance to win a championship. I don't think Dame is that guy's greatest Okay, I'm, I feel you on that. I, don't I agree with that. that. I don't think he's in that upper echelon. And secondly, are we sure that Dame Lillard will still be a superstar player with the tread on his tires, with this injury that he's had, you've got to be careful about making sure that he can have that level of production, especially at his size and him being a second option as opposed to the guy that dictates everything. But if you're Portland, it complicates things because he is the, the player that best signifies everything about Portland over the past two decades. They haven't had a player like Damian Lillard to commit to that area since Clyde Drexler. And Clyde, I was on Clyde had hair. You know what I mean? You know how long ago that was? you <laughs> right. got to be very careful if you're in one of these markets to just say, you know what, we're going to dump our franchise player who stated time right. after time that he wants to be here. you got to be very careful about I that. I feel you yeah, on that. Because you might, you might you wind up with nobody. But, but you yeah, might not I wind feel... up with anybody who wants to be there. That's a good point. And, Vinny, you had three really good lines I want to uh, go over. Part-time lover for Kyrie. That was solid. Then you had the Island of Misfit Toys from A Year Without a Santa nice. Claus. That was another very good one. <laughs> and then you had the game Operation and even the buzz on the side for uh, AD, uh, which was another one. So, Vinny, you are upping your game. you got a writer now. I have no idea what's going on. You want a radio <laughs> show? He got a radio I, show. I did not go to the Rob Parker School of Corny Phrases. The Thank what? you, Cornball Brothers. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> We're, still, oh we're still trying to get RG3 That's another on the one. Show. That's a fourth one, Vinny, a cornball <laughs> brother. You you My hitting God. it out the park tonight. All right, brother, great stuff. As always, you brought the humor and you brought the knowledge. We appreciate you. Hey, appreciate y'all, man. Be easy. All right, man. Shekel City is next. Keep it locked. And we got a little, little time to reminisce, Rob, the two-year anniversary of the death of Kobe Bryant. Sad. We'll bring Rob G, two super years. Laker, Laker super fan in for that, yeah. Uh, that's next. Keep it locked. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio coming to you from the Fox Sports Radio studios. That's right. We are live. Rob Parker, Chris Broussard. And guess what? It's time for Shekel City. Welcome to Shekel City. The home base for Rob Parker's daily picks against the spread. All right, Shekel City soon to be sponsored by Caesar Sportsbook. That's right. It's just a matter of time. They love us. I think so. Uh, anyway, no Shekel City last night because I was doing the baseball duty, so we didn't lose a dollar. We didn't lose any money. We didn't lose any games. All right. Let's get into it for tonight. Clippers coming off that unbelievable game. Down 30 at the half, 35 at one point. They win it on a four-point play. I got the Clippers plus one and a half at the Magic. They trail early, but I ain't worried about it. No lead is safe with the clip joints. You know what? Ty Lue is a really good coach. They didn't go yep. to, They know that, Chris? I mean, seriously, no Kawhi, no Paul George, and guess what? They're 500. They're right at 500. That's not bad. No, he's a very good coach. All right, I'm taking the Heat minus five and a half. They host the New York Knickerbockers. So there you go. I'm going to take the Heat in that game. And the last one, I'll take the Hornets minus one and a half against the Pacers. Every time I bet against the Pacers, they win. So I don't know if that's going to work out for me. But there you go, (laughs) Shekel City. Remember, I'm not telling you who to bet on. I'm telling you who I bet on. Did you bet on whether or not Bonds would make it into the hall? We didn't do that. Like, yeah, no, I didn't get to do a little shekel city yesterday. I was so no, but I mean, up. yeah, just just yeah. on your own thing. Bet, yeah, you didn't. Yeah, bet money no, we Joe, Joel Sherman from the New York Post, who I was on with, uh, who's a Hall of Fame voter, Chris. He 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 didn't think they were going to get in. He was pretty accurate, and then he even said he thought Big Poppy would get in by eight or ten votes, and it was right around there. So he okay. he kind of nailed it. All right, we're the Eye Couple brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, competition, it is always on. No one, folks, does sports like Vegas, and the excitement, endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. And, and, and Chris, I know we're about to talk about Kobe and the two-year anniversary, but also Sekou Smith died on this day, January 26th. This day? Yep. January so it's the one-year anniversary of his Seku, death. yep. Is that wow. unbelievable? Seku, for those that might not know, you might know him from NBA TV. Right. He was on there a lot. But I met he was a longtime NBA reporter. I met him when he was working in Indianapolis, Rob, covering I'm, the uh, Pacers. And I met him but in Grand Rapids. But he also covered a few other teams. He worked in Grand Rapids. I, I, that's yep. where I met him. From Michigan. From yep. Michigan. Good brother. Wow. Um, wow. I didn't know that. Died on the same day as Kobe. But, yeah, Kobe, I mean, I've said it before. I remember, I've, I think probably us and most of our listeners, if not all of them, Rob, remember where they were when they heard the news. Rob G., jump in with us, the big Laker fan, because we were down, Chris, we were on our way to the Super Bowl in Miami, the last one we went to, right? We were down. I was, yep, I I was, was in there a, on the flight. 
and I start getting texts. We were about to land. I start seeing texts about Kobe. I'm like, what? And then, of course, I checked it out as we we're still on the plane and saw what happened. And, um, you know, it, it was stunning, man. I, of course. I was at a day party in, uh, I don't know, was it Hollywood or, you know, like right out, outside, outside of Miami. Miami, right, at a day party. And, you know, when you have a big crowd, like things start to spread. And then before you hear it, you hear all these people, you know, mumbling and saying, did you hear what happened? Did you hear what happened? And then I heard it was Kobe, and I heard it was from TMZ. Some people didn't believe it. And I was like, you can't be wrong on that story. There's no way that story's wrong. Right. You right. know what I mean? Did, like it, you, did it, did it, what, what, did the party continue or that? Yeah, it kind of, it's kind of slowed it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were still talking about Kobe, not so much in a partying festival. Right, right, Rob right. Rob G., what about you as a Laker fan and a Kobe guy? How did that hit you? And where were you? Were you flying down yet? No, my, my flight was the next day. Um, okay. I was actually driving to the beach with my wife and daughter when my phone started blowing up, similar to you guys. And um, it, it was shocking. And, and and Rob, I know you and I have talked about this a lot. You know, TMZ does not get things wrong. No. I mean, so, people think people all think, oh, it's TMZ. Yeah. They're absolutely wrong about that. Yep. Yeah. So I, I once once I saw that, it kind of, you know, hit me a little bit. And, and you know, you guys don't even I don't know. If you, well, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, but on my truck, the 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 tow hitch cover, I have the Kobe logo. So Do you really? that tells you, know you know, that. what he means to me and, and me growing up as a Laker fan. And um, was you know, he your favorite player? Yeah, of course. Of and, and, and it's not just you know me or my generation. It a lot. I know you guys think that because his game was fancy, because he was like Jordan or whatever. But in L.A., a lot of people like Kobe just because you know the way he approached the game. You know, he he always played hard no matter what. He played through injury. Not didn't always. Matter, Come on now. Except for okay. one game, okay. one half. Okay. Against okay. Okay. All right. All right. Big you know, game. Big but, game. But, yep. you know, it, okay. was, it, it, it was in many ways the antithesis of someone like Shaq, where Shaq was so dominant, but he, he'd show up out of shape. And you never had to worry about that with Kobe. And so it, it embodied a lot of what people in Los Angeles and Southern California feel like. And so right. I think that's why it hit harder than a lot of people would have expected. And then when you have a guy who's played his whole career right. in one place, you know what I mean? Like You it, saw him grow up. You saw him yeah, from well, 17 say, to 37, 40. And, and me covering the league and and no, seeing Kobe being around him from his first season to his last, I saw the growth. Like, I saw him get much more comfortable in his skin. I saw him get much more comfortable with the media. Um, it was, I mean, and, and you would, you know, that's, that's how it should be. I mean, he was, what was he 17? I don't even think it was 18 yet when he got drafted. He was 17 or 18 and he, you, you are going to grow up a lot if, if, if you're healthy. Uh, and he was, you know, 38, was he 40 when he retired? Whatever he was, but I, I saw that growth and it was good. I thought it was good growth. He got a lot more comfortable around people. As he got older, and you know, in the league, so and and you know what I I was a part I was a part I can't even say it I was a part of a debate on Kobe before he got drafted, and God was I wrong. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> God was I wrong. That's not surprising. Keep it locked, <laughs> our couple. <laughs> 